come one, come all. Back to the podcast. Yeah. It's been a hot second. You, it's been so so long that you forgot how sexy I look while I danced the, to the intro song. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it I is. And I also had to do the thing where, you know, I was like jotting down some bullet points of things we might talk about. And I mm-hmm. went too long. Well, it was like, <laughs> I don't even know. It's like and things that have happened maybe like the week after the last one. I was like, I don't remember that shit anyway. So is this even relevant anymore? <laughs> exactly. I actually yeah, took I, out I'm... a couple of things. <laughs> Squid Games. We talked about it already. <laughs> Yeah, I still haven't seen Squid Games, by the way. <gasps> oh, but you just reminded me of another one I want to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you. All right, all right. I, I, I want to start with, I did the poor man's version of the Duolingo, let me not lose my streak thing, which I want to teach you so you don't ever have to pay $5 for internet on an airplane ever again. Yeah, it was such a burden. Okay. I know $5 for you might not be that much, but if it's just to do a Duolingo streak, which you are on like 870 days or something like that. 816 is today. It's a ridiculous number. Whatever is over 500, suck my dick. Um, I was on a trip to Seattle. Uh, and okay. on my way back, I realized that the time difference would fuck me up. Oh, the time zone change. Yes, because I left at like 6 p.m. I was like flying for like three hours, but it was going to be like five more hours, right? Something like that. So I remember what my brother told me, which is that the phone is what like tells Duolingo that you've been past the day. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I put my phone in airplane mode. I left it there. When I landed, I made sure I took out the automatic uh, time update. <laughs> so I was still on Seattle time. Uh-huh. And then I did my I did my 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 Duolingo and I got the streak and I was like, yay, back to automatic. I am now at one a.m. Time traveler. Yeah. So All right. There's the the like you said, the poor man's fix. I mean, that bullshit. It, it worked for me. I am poor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. It, that works. I'll I'll remember that. I, I've been pretty good. It was funny because I usually do it um in the morning mm-hmm. every day. But there have been a couple days recently where it's like ten or eleven and then my phone goes like, You're gonna lose your streak and I was like what the fuck? I didn't do it. Oh, and like I'm just forgetting now for some reason. Uh, you mean you're busy? That's what you mean? Yeah, that too. It the is. Whole, yeah. It is. It is tricky to be a grown up and have like video game things to do because basically it's still a video game. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, we a, a small thing. We were going to record uh yesterday, mm-hmm. but Saturday after work, I went and got a. Boost a shot, y'all. Uh, which then fucked me up all all of yesterday. Uh, I, I it was figured. fun to only sleep, you know, like three and a half hours, wake up with a fever, and feel like shit all day. And yeah, that was fun, but I'm fine now. Which one was one it? day of shit? Uh, because so my first, my two shots were Moderna, but the booster was Pfizer. Okay. 
Okay, that's good. I mean, it's a, it's yeah. a good matchup still. Are you are you so, trying to like collect them all? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got my got my stamp card. You know, I'm going around. I'll do J and J. You know, <laughs> next okay. year, next year you're gonna do J and J. Little while. but I did want to say I wanted to tell you about the experience of this one. So the first one. No, actually both, because you had to go to the same place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one I've told, I went to a baseball stadium and mm-hmm. they were doing it in like a, you know, this indoor part of the base baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. This one was on like some college campus out in the middle uh, of nowhere. Um, and they had converted like the big college gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did not know is that it was set up and constructed and run by the military. Oh shit! As as it was literally labeled max vaccination site. Oh, and which okay, so not that the pandemic didn't already have weird things that felt like a movie, you know. But this experience was well. First of all, where the GPS takes you is like the entrance to the campus, mm-hmm. and then there are signs that say max vaccination site with arrows and like 2.8 miles like jesus christ i'm glad i left early uh driving 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 following all the signs then yes huge stadium but then around the stadium like military style white tents are set up with and there's arrows everywhere they even have the generators with the lights like boo and um, you know a bunch of people in military camo garbs uh and they're the you walk in and yeah the military person sitting there with you you know with their mask and their their list and like appointment time name identification you know like all of that stuff like okay like follow yeah. you know you follow the lines and then yeah when when i got into the gymnasium it was seriously just like a movie just like may you know manufactured small cubicles across the entire thing with you know pathways laid out and they're all labeled and numbered and coded and uh, i mean efficient as fuck you know like it was like military efficient yeah like compared to the baseball stadium i went to it was like damn they had this place running uh so but it was super weird to like be in there and everyone's there to get shots you know for (laughs) it was it was the first time i think since Early on in the pandemic, I had that feeling of like being in a in a bad movie. In a bad movie, like the beginning of a a, a politic movie, like yeah, yeah. And oh, we're all going to die. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like that. that, That's what. Okay, cat, get off of me. God damn it. Yep. Um, But uh, here, here's another thing that I thought was kind of weird because you've you've had your shots. You know that like you're like oh, you have to wait the 15 minutes or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm Oh, here they—they they did not fuck around when it came to uh, that time. They would sit you in these tiny little hallways, and mm-hmm. all of the walls are made out of the same material, at least on the outside, of like a whiteboard. Okay. And so people have drawn all over these. There's like little art things or whatever. But then when you sit down, the the like military officer comes over. And writes the time when you can leave above your head. And then they patrol. Like they sit and they, they go like, okay, 647, you can leave. Go ahead. Yeah. Or like if somebody, somebody got up and like, oh, I have to use the restroom. He's like, you have seven more minutes. Sit the fuck wait. down, motherfucker. Yeah. 
It was. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> Good cunt feelings right right there. It's like, I've never was, done the military, but I... I <laughs> yes, sir! <laughs> yeah, it was... It was a strange experience. <laughs> <laughs> I must. I'm hoping that after a year of us dealing with this shit, after the vaccines were out, right after a year, they got it figured out how to fucking put a vaccine and make you wait for things. You know, pretty yeah. simple, but people are stupid. Yeah, and honestly, the I. I was impressed like with the efficiency and the the organization and all of that but it definitely gave me some fucking weird feelings of oh my god what's going on um but yeah I'm recovered I'm fine all good we can make out on Thursday yeah. oh, I'm looking to get my my booster too I'm planning on getting it like soon rather than later because I wanna be able to travel and be able to show to South America hey there's some people here that didn't even have the first one. I have three. Fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Triple son. <laughs> yeah, so good. Um, I want I want to go through a bunch of things that I wrote down here because they're not relevant. First of all, um, okay. <laughs> I uh, are, we, are we just doing efficiency podcast? Yeah, 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 I'm gonna do this thing. I had a day. I wrote down here having a spoon and socks in my pocket. I went to work. I forgot I had a spoon in my pocket for some reason and socks from home. Um, cool. Why the fuck is? It? <laughs> no idea. I don't remember what happened there. I made someone Google waffle waffle stumping. Um, no. For those of you that don't know what it is, please, please do. It is an interesting thing to learn about. What's waffle stumping? Uh, it's uh, amazing. And uh, well, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's about it. On the things that I don't care to talk. Uh, I installed a hot tub for a friend. Um, it was fun. It was a lot of. Uh, a lot of like thinking and like handiwork and it was kind of cool it was like a like seventy thousand dollars hot tub like one of those like outdoors like big with jacuzzi and all the shit um and it was fun to do it and also my building changed the locks of the building without letting anyone know about them now we have one of those fancy locks, but for three days I had to be texting my roommate to open the door for me because no one fucking gave us a code to open our own door. Oh, it's a code mm-hmm. uh, entry system? Mm-hmm. See, I don't understand why they do the code-based ones because then like people just get the code. Give me and and it has the opportunity to add like things on your phone that you can like just like scan it and it will open and things like that. Oh, okay, that's and, that's cool. Yeah, but they didn't even let us know that they were changing the locks. So do you even think they're gonna ever upload our information for us to be able to have a login to have this app? Fuck them. Uh, and that is about it with the things that I don't care that much to talk. Okay, now. I sent you, I think, the the video of the guy that ruins the surprise body by asking the guy that is walking into the building, like, why are you late to your own party? Oh, yeah, and then everyone's pissed. Yeah, and the mom's like, what the fuck are you talking about? This was supposed to be a surprise. And then the guy goes like, oh, yeah, that's why the cars are not here. I was going to ask you, have you ever ruined 
a surprise party or something like that in that way. I, I don't think I've ever been to one. I don't think I've ever. No, I've I've never even been to a surprise party. Wait, maybe one time when I was a little kid and like a family member, but I got no, I got nothing. Okay. You got something. So I sent this to a couple of friends and one of my friends sent me a message. Oh, just like us and this situation, which I completely forgot about. So thank you very much, Javi, for reminding me of this story. Um, we <laughs> actually, uh, a good friend of ours, it's a set of twins, identical twins. And it was their birthday and their mother organized like this whole surprise thing they were at english classes and we were all to meet at their house and wait for mm -hmm. them that thing was boca juniors was playing at that exact same time and i know what that means for you that means you're not doing shit i love them enough to go to this party wait for them but me and Javi, this other friend, we are big enough of a fans that even though we had to be silent because the guys were almost there, we turned the TV on and muted and we were watching the Boca game. Mm -hmm. But what happened was that 10 seconds before the guys arrived, when they were in front of the house already, Boca scored. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we all and yelling. you motherfuckers can't keep your mouth shut. Go! Fuck you! Go! And then the guys were like, oh, holy fuck. And they run into the house, didn't even care about the surprise thing. And they were big fans too. So like, go! Go! And then they was like, oh shit, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> So they were like in on the action first and then had a realization of, oh, this is a party. They didn't even realize it was us that yelled because yeah. the neighbors also yelled and like everyone in the neighborhood yelled, which is a really normal thing in Argentina. So they didn't even realize it was us. So it was a surprise. We didn't fucked it up, but we could have easily fucked it up. But that was, that was a, a fun like little niblet of what um, being with me means when Bogut's playing. Yeah, the yeah, you're you're gonna be on it no matter what, no matter yeah. what is happening. If it's a, if it's um if it's right now, I'm probably gonna be on my phone like watching the game. Like that's what's happening lately. I've been just like checking my phone and like streaming it or just checking the results. Lately, I've been a little bit better with it. I I don't have to be watching the game, but I like to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're you're a fuckface. Uh, huh? That's my button on that uh, story. Is you're a fuckface. Um, I'll take um, it. I wanted to tell you a story of you. You know how I like to do my bits, right? Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, I like to do my bits. I think they're fun. This was. I discovered a whole new lane of bits. Which I think yeah. I'm really excited to do. And if we were the, in fact, I'm going to probably write this into a, a comedy podcast that we both listen to because I think this is going to be a new thing to catch on. Uh, and I'm sure I didn't discover it, but at least in my own little world, this was my idea. Uh -huh. Okay. So I'm starting to go to concerts again, which has uh -huh. been fun as fuck to do. 
I went to see a stand-up comedian. His name's uh, Bert Kreischer. And so there's something I should have expected, but it didn't really click until we were there. He's kind of known for being like a big, like, I mean, he's like middle-aged now, but mm-hmm. like frat guy. Like, you know, he's drinking a lot. He's partying. That's kind of his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's not hard to imagine that his fans are like that too. Are like that too. Uh, from a wide range of age ranges, right? With some that followed him for, you know, the past 20 years or something. And now they're also middle-aged or older, but still do that. And especially when you're going to see him, right? We're going to fucking yeah. live his life. So I'm going to do the thing. It was, in, it was uh, in the Hulu theater, which is in... Uh, uh, Madison Square Gardens. Yeah. It's like a theater. Yeah, the in there. So we're going there. Um, I, uh, I of course, I was like, I'm gonna get a drink. I'm watching. I'm watching Bert. I'm gonna have a drink too during uh-huh. this fucking uh-huh. thing because you know, living the life. We're not super close. We're we're pretty far back, and it's a big theater, right? There's thousands and thousands of people in there, and there. Which, by the way, I got a double henny and ginger ale. Oh, beautiful um but around us there's a lot of people getting drunk real fast Uh right and uh then more people are making comments and like shouting out and blah blah like during during the show and it's getting really fucking annoying right and they're so far away that Bert doesn't hear that. Yeah. Like he's, it's not, it's, it's not something that he's addressing. Cause it's like you know, people, you know, way up. And most of the time they're not shouting that loud, but they're saying really loud comments or like talking to someone they're with. And this one guy sitting right behind me is getting fucking blitzed. And he is almost nonstop talking at one point. And like con- ever after every line, he has a comment or he tries to add in a joke and and he's not funny mm-hmm. uh and so i'm i'm getting really mad and like i start i stop i notice that i'm not listening anymore to the comedy because i'm trying to just quell my rage mm-hmm. uh cuz it's like i bought tickets for this fucking thing yeah. whatever uh which by the way <laughs> my wife yelled at a girl uh, oh, within the first five minutes of the show because she was uh, talking right behind her and she uh, got up and left for like 15 minutes, the woman. Okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> I think uh, she got really embarrassed. Um, anyway, so this guy's... I have a story about that really... too, so remind All right, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting really mad and, uh, and but then I also go, wait, I'm white boy from utah if i say something he's also like a big like he's a he's a dude bro you know Mm -hmm. and he's drunk if i say something chances of him trying to fight me pretty high yep right of of like he's he's the big loud obnoxious guy waiting for someone to challenge and then he has an excuse to fight like i don't want to get in a fight so i can't do i can't say anything to him and i can't do something that would get it you know like go a any any type of aggression, mm-hmm. right? So then it just occurs to me. It made me think. I I first got inspired by uh, Matt from Ice Cream Social talks about Facebook farting, right? Where you just like people are in Facebook fights and you just do random shit to kind of break it up. And that kind of got me thinking of like, well, what can I do here? So then 
when he makes a really loud comment, I go, yeah, and repeat exactly what he says the first mm-hmm. time. Uh-huh. And then I do it every time. Okay. Every fucking time he says something, I start with, yeah, because I'm agreeing with him. Mm-hmm. And say the exact line. I'm starting to notice, like people around me, their shoulders are starting to shake, like they're catching on <laughs> to, to my bit. <laughs> you know, Chelsea's grabbing my arm in the sort of wife version of "shut the, uh, shut fuck, the fuck up,", up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't stop." And I, but then he starts to come down a little bit, and then he does another one. Like his, uh, the comedian's nickname is the machine. And then he just gets to one where there's a silence for a moment. The guy just yells, the machine. And I just go, yeah, nouns, nouns. And like, I'm just saying like the parts of speech they say, like verbs. Oh, yeah. And and like after that one, he pretty much shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, I think I think he's like, what the fuck is this guy? And also his girlfriend, I think, became very aware of what I was doing and why I was doing it. Mm -hmm. And you could hear her starting to like, like shush him. Just enjoy the show. uh, So I call it anti heckling. What do you think? It's it's a good one. It's way better than what I did on the theaters the other day. Um, So I I think that is a clever and it is funny. And I will totally, totally be your wingman on any situation where that needs to be done again. I will not hold your arm and try to stop you like that (laughs) bitch of your wife. Uh, Whoa! <laughs> she's not gonna listen to these, so I don't care. <laughs> so, but I, I, I'll tell you, I have a, a situation like like this. Uh, it was last week. I went to watch Eternals. In this, like, oh yeah, universe. I want to see that. Did you like it? I actually really enjoyed it enough to watch it twice. Right? Wow! Uh, I watched it with uh, like some friends from like the last place that I used to work at in New York yeah. and everything. That was fun. That was in IMAX. So if someone made any comments or anything, I didn't hear it because it was loud enough that I couldn't hear it. But yeah, they don't fuck around in that one. Then I went to watch it again in Jersey City over here. And it's a smaller theater. And I knew it was going to be trouble because the moment this guy walk into the place he walks goes to the front line and then his girlfriend or whoever other person was with him from the uh like they were clearly together but like he's like oh front seat i wanted to kiss you in the back seat and really loud and it was trailer time so i was like whatever uh just sit down and shut the fuck up but yeah he was clearly one of those people that cannot shut the fuck up. Um, and he started saying, uh, as soon as the movie started, there's like this like lettering, like the way like Star Wars kind of starts. The same thing. Mm-hmm. It tells a little bit about the story. And then he goes, oh, that's not how it is in the comics. Um, Rage building. So as I was already like, like I right there, I already went like shh, right, and the girl, okay, you you've shushed him right already. away, right away. I was like, fuck you, I don't want to hear you. There's no comment that you can add to this movie that's gonna make it better. Um, yeah, 
And the girlfriend also goes like, shut the fuck up. Like, straight up. The guy continued to talk throughout the whole first half an hour of the movie. In every single silence, he will say something loud enough that like two, three lines of people could hear him saying something about how that's accurate or inaccurate to the comic books. Which, spoiler alert, no one gives a fuck. Yeah. No and one. And also, yeah, and, and who's going to go, thank you. Oh my god, that's such an important information. It matches what you read before. We don't care that you read it. We don't care that it matches or it doesn't. We are here to watch a movie. Right? Yeah. The girlfriend was Eat in the shit. same state too. She kept on shushing him and telling him, like, I actually heard her say several times, you cannot shut the fuck up. Right? And mm-hmm. the guy, the guy kept on, and this time was like a little bit softer, and just like just to her, and she was annoyed, so she kept on shushing him, even though it was a like a gentle, like whisper, and then it got to the point where I was like, "Bro, shut the fuck up! We want to watch the movie." And then the guy stood up and left. Whoa! Half an hour into the movie, he left. I thought. He might have gone somewhere. I, I, I mean, it could have been that he didn't leave, that he just went to the back seat and found the spot in the back seat and just sat there. I don't give a shit. He left and he didn't bother me anymore. But Wow. But I feel like it worked out because a lot of people around me kind of like agreed, you know, that like mm-hmm kind of thing. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it was like you could hear like maybe like five six people like did the whole thing at the same time uh, I mean just people that speak at the movies have a special place in hell right yeah. together with people that walk really slow on a sidewalk that yeah I'll, I'll never forget the mistake of watching uh I went to some shitty movie. I've told it on an episode, but like going to a shitty movie theater in like somewhere in like Rockaway and um, uh, seeing a quiet place. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I had a, we, we talked about this because I had a situation yeah, no, with that movie too. F- fuck. The movie that's supposed to be silent. That is a Rage. home movie. That is a, a at home movie. It's well. It's like I wish because because it is so suspenseful. It it's gr- it was it's a great theater movie, but not with. Actually, I'll say this: it would be a great movie to go and watch in Utah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you, going to a theater in Utah is still fucking awful because everyone has little kids and they run around, but not in a horror movie. Mm, they don't. Okay, okay. They don't bring it. So to that's why movie. that movie would be great to see in Utah. So, with that being said, I have a question for you. Yes. What was the last movie that surprised you? That not surprised you, like, I wasn't expecting much and it was better. Like, kind of like a plot twist or something interesting that is different or original. Like, not the same shit as always. I have, for me, yeah, a, a big winner was... Um, 
Hush. I don't know if you've seen that movie. And for those um, of you, no. the five listeners that listen to us, if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil anything. It is a really good movie. I believe it's on Netflix. Um, okay. And it is basically it's about a lady that is deaf. And she is being hunted down by a serial killer. Okay. Right? She is a writer in the middle of nowhere. She's trying to do this thing of, like, writing, like, separating herself from society and, like, writing her book and whatever. What I liked about the movie is that even though it is from the get-go, you know, there's someone hunting her. It's one of those movies that every single one of your, you should do this, it's fulfilled. But the killer outsmart, outsmart her. Oh, so it's not like the dumb mistakes happen and you go, oh, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, yes. The character does what you think you should do. Does what oh, I that's, know that's I wouldn't idea. even be able to do because I will be too afraid to do it. She does it. She does every single one of the things that mentally you'd be like, if I was in that situation, I would have locked that door. And then like she does it yeah. and then he like opens it uh, in another way or thing. Amazing. That's great. That's great. I, I, I like just that as an idea. I like very much. Yeah, it, it is. And I, I'm this, this is, this came from like the podcast that I'm like listening in Spanish and they're like talking about movies that does that kind of thing. Like it just like, there's not that many movies nowadays that you feel like, oh, like this was like a legit good movie because it was different. You know, uh, I, I feel like one of the examples was The Truman Show. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was a, a, a new idea, a new thing. And now it's overused by now. Right. Like we already have like way too yeah. many movies that have the same theme. Right? So like a movie that brought a whole new theme into your life right of, of movies yeah um a couple come to mind uh, at first i didn't understand i wasn't sure the specifics in your question well, because i thought at first it was just going to be like what movies you know surprised you and the first thing i was going to say that not that it added like this new thing but i was surprised with how good dune was yes oh, i yes. haven't read the book i haven't done it i'm not you know uh i'm not a, a nerd in that area but I was just like, wow, this is a great movie, you know, mm-hmm. um, which was which was fun. But to answer your real question about surprising you is probably one of the big ones is my dad's favorite movie, uh, which is called Memento. Oh, that was mentioned on the podcast, too. I have never seen it. That's, that's one of those that you should never look anything about it. And just watch and just, blindly. And just watch. Because if you if you even know a little bit about like how it's put together, it fucks the whole thing. Mm. Because it is such a that one is such a mind fucker when it when it like hits, you know, when when the time comes for the unveiling of what's been going on through the whole movie, you're just Fucking hell. It also reminds me of, um, you know, talking about being overplayed all the time. The Usual Suspects. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. That, that one, f- fucking hell. Yeah, right? or, or like the concept of like the sixth sense, what happens in that oh, movie. yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. 
the first yeah. movie ever to, to do that. But then when you have 300,000 movies to do the same thing, it just kind of gets old pretty fast. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. Um, we were talking about A Quiet Place. Something that stuck out to me about that movie is that I hate horror movies, mm-hmm. but I liked that w- movie so much. Did you watch um, the second one? I haven't. I want to, but they released it in theaters before I was ready to go to theaters, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'll have to watch it later sometime. But I probably will watch it at home for the reason I've learned my lesson from mm-hmm. last time. Mm-hmm. And just uh, stream it and set up some nice sound or whatever. Speaking of good media, unless you have something... No, I was just going to say, sadly, this continues a prejudice for me of like where to go watch certain movies. I know if yeah. it needs to be silent, I need to avoid a certain demographic, which is awful to think about, but it's also never fails to be the case. Every single time uh, there's a loud person I, in a theater. I I honestly think a huge piece of it is uh is is less of those things and more about how expensive the movie theater is true true it's like it, it has to be a place in where like people that go there go to enjoy the quality of a good seat and the quality of like a good sound and things like that and they will pay yeah. for a good enjoyment of a movie and they understand this is an outing in where i need to be respectful of other people around me not an outing yeah, and, like, and- oh, like three bucks i don't care yeah, and well, and it's less of a. I mean, of course, you know, a, a huge, uh, a, a huge, a huge population of, of people that can make the movies being awful are teenagers in general, right? <laughs> uh, because they're they're like figuring out their personalities and trying out being assholes, um, making little but jokes. Unless they're really rich ones, which there are, but there's not that many. They probably won't be in the expensive movie theater. Mm. They're going to be in the three dollar movie theater because yeah, because it's an outing with high schoolers. Like it's like yeah, they have money from their jobs at McDonald's, and then they want to go enjoy a movie with their potential girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. And then yeah, I mean I agree with you completely. And also avoid opening nights. I'm I'm not a big fan of opening nights. I don't have anything in yeah. my life that I care enough to be like, I'm going to go watch it the first day that it's out. Mm, I can wait for the crowd to thin no, a little. I, I think the only one that I've done like kind of recently was, I think, yeah, it was, um, you were there. We in manhattan we saw endgame but it wasn't the thursday it was the friday after like it was still within the you know the 24 hours we we went and saw it in a fancy theater in there and i remember i guess endgame spoiler yeah um (laughs) everyone's seen it um but the the uh i remember sitting in that theater and yeah, this is the thing. I don't think you ex- get to experience these kind of moments, which is what I think your question was coming back to of like seeing some things that like really hit you. But one thing that I thought was like will always stick with me when it comes to, you know, those those Marvel movies was the opening scene in Endgame is Hawkeye with his family. And 
when when that like scene unfolded, I got chills mm-hmm. like up my arm. And I re- remember when they like cut to because then they you know they cut to end game. I think I whispered out loud like fuck, fuck. like <laughs> they are not fucking around with this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was kind of one of those moments. I mean, even the, I the scene to... that it was like all black and white, complete silence, and we had like the sheep being like whatever like happens to the sheep. You know, those scenes where like everyone is silent and just waiting to see what the fuck is about to happen, and then boom, it happens. Though, and also in those moments, I understand the feeling of wanting to clap. I will never join you. And I will not judge you. But right. in any other moment, trying to clap or make a comment or anything. First of all, there's no situation where you should stand and clap. Fuck you. Yeah, no one can see your standing ovation. Nobody cares. If it's if it's if if it's the the the, the showing and where the actors are around you and by you standing, you show your love towards them and they can actually see you. I understand. I will never be invited to something like that. So I'm okay yeah. with that happening. But if I'm watching a movie and you stand in front of me, expect popcorn to fall on you. At least. Uh yeah. That that yeah, that part I I don't get. I don't get. Um Yeah, it just it doesn't work. Yep. It it made me I was starting to think about like some of those other, you know, you know, big, big moments that uh-huh. happen when you're sitting like in a movie theater and a couple others come into mind. One, uh, there's two that happened to me in I am legend. Okay. Yeah. One, the reveal that the, uh, the, I don't know why it changed it, but when the dog was revealed to be a girl, mm-hmm. when it was dying, you know, spoiler alert, <laughs> legend. <laughs> Um, and then the, the very ending, right? You know, big sacrifice, sad ending. And then right when it fades to black redemption song by Bob Marley started. And I was like, fuck, like it just like, it fucked me, you know? Cause like, uh, I, I really, that's one of my favorite songs in the world. And I was just like, damn, that's a really good use of hmm. like th- that that tune right there that one I, I didn't even think about that because i guess like for me it's like not that relevant you know like the the soundtrack it tends to be like a side thing for me unless it is a really good soundtrack like guardians of the galaxy or suicide squad and things like that those i feel like they connect with the movie so well i maybe yeah. i am understanding them better now i don't know but yeah, yeah. I, I totally get like this, just like that little push of using a sentimental song or something in 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 a situation. Yeah. Then you're like, "Fuck you! <laughs> you don't Making deserve this, Christ! <laughs> you don't deserve these tears!" <laughs> yeah. Well, again, you were talking about connecting someone. That that's the one that like hits because yeah, the redemption song. Yeah, mm-hmm. finding you know redemption for the thing. Oh man, it was it was fucked. Um. Oh, and also the 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 chills. Uh, being because of how old I was when Star Wars Episode One came out, being in the theater, 
you know, the first time Darth Maul shows up and hits that other end of the double lightsaber and like, fuck. <laughs> I, I didn't enjoy those things. Um, mostly because where I'm from, there's no movie theaters. My city almost the like until I think until I was like 11, there was not even a theater in the like in the whole state. Damn. Um, and and yes, I mean it's a third world country and everything, but also I was poor as fuck. It's not only about the place. It's like I think even like we we had movie theaters, but like we couldn't afford the trip and the tickets to go to a movie. So I feel it was like, like a big thing. Yeah, the first movies that I've seen, I was like I think like I was fourteen when I went to watch my first movie or something like that. Um, yeah, which which happens to be around when uh, Harry Potter came out. That's why also for me they are oh, a big yeah. deal. Oh yeah, seeing the first one. That I haven't first seen one it in the theater. I haven't seen the first one in the theaters. I've seen the third one. In the oh theater. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the third, and then I went back home to my friend's house, watched the first and the second, and then read all the books up to the fifth, and then the fourth one came out, and like like that, right? So now yeah. in South America, they're reshowing the first Harry Potter movie because it's 20 years anniversary of it but here they're not mm-hmm. doing it and I'm fucking pissed I wish they were doing it because I would love to go to the theaters and watch the first Harry Potter in the theaters yeah yeah it was it was a big deal like to to go and see the hype for for that first movie was oh my god were you in Utah when yeah. that happened was was there a big deal about it being about sorcery and magic and being from the no, devil? No, for some reason the the Mormons for the most part didn't care about, about that. Um, okay. A lot of them, you know, liked the books. They they liked the the overall because also like a lot of the overall messaging was like uh, that love triumphs all and you know all of those sort of like there it was pretty I mean there were there were some but not like there were in like you know some of the other Christianity mm. sects that were heavy but no not a big pushback I mean there's a lot of Mormons that are Harry Potter f- fanatics yeah I'm so. just saying because back home everything that is sorcery related or like even Carnaval which is just a celebration Basically, it's a celebration of the first harvest, right? But be- right. because it is all related to, in South America, to, like, girls dancing in really little amount of clothing and things like that, it's all from the devil, and it's all about tetas. lust and, yeah, tetas around and everything. So it's a big pushback. And also Halloween. Halloween is not celebrated in Argentina at all, right. which makes... Uh, this guy, the new tattoo that I got, uh, a, a big uh, like new story for me when I go there. I'm sure I'm going to get comments because it's not only a massive tattoo, it has a snake. And the snake is from the devil. You know, it's the devil himself. Oh, so yeah. many people have those kind of like comments. This is dumb. Uh, people are dumb. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, the... Before I got lost on the the movie sidetrack, mm-hmm. which that that was a fun road to to explore, um, I I I wanted to ask. I haven't been super you know pumped about any series or anything in a little while. I haven't watched Squid Game yet. I've heard it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll watch it. But I did finally start watching Arcane. 
And I wanted to ask if you have seen Arcane or do you know what it is? I know what it is. I have seen the massive billboard on Times Square. By the way, there's a massive billboard on Times Square. Uh, okay. I, I actually have heard about it. I heard from our common friend, Zachariah, that the ending apparently is like, OMG, what an ending. Uh, it was a snap from him being like, I did not expect that. Uh, but I am planning on watching it. I will consult with uh, people that I watch shows with if they want to watch it with me or not. If not, then probably in two days. Probably by the time we see each other, I would have watched it already because we'll have plans yeah. this week. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I know that it's like, I mean, I I brought it up to you. I don't know if you remember. I brought it about it like two, yeah. two three months oh, ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that it was on the making, and yes, it is about that stupid game that you play. Hey, I don't, full of I don't toxic play it anymore. People, full of toxic people. Yeah, because you're not um, that toxic, so you came out of it. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the reason. Uh, but I I have a few comments about it, and I will give zero spoilers. All okay. Right? okay, zero spoilers. Okay. But comments on Arcane. First, I wasn't expecting. Uh, long episodes i thought these oh. were going to be like 20 minutes they're How? 45 oh, i will probably not have watched it by the time we see each other then but they need that time and so so here's some other other comments art style incredible mm-hmm. i've it seen that looks, yeah it almost looks like it's done with like watercolors mm. but Oh man, I love the way Question. it's animated. Question. Yes. For the trailers and the things that I've seen, it kind of has a vibe of uh, the Star Wars animated shows. The like the way I've seen it. Is it anything like that? The. I don't think so. I I I think uh, it seems it seems very in in. Well, I'm not a huge anime person. Mm-hmm. But it seems rather unique in its uh, its style and approach. Good to hear. Um, here, here, here's the other parts that I think are, of course, right. So that they have great voice acting. Like it's so, it's so. It's good. Netflix. You need to know. Also, they have. Money. You need to know nothing about the game, mm-hmm. right? So it doesn't matter. In fact, so far, there's only a handful of characters from the game, even though there's like a hundred and forty characters in the game. Um, there's there's only a couple. So, so that means that are, more characters are gonna show up now in the game because of the show. <laughs> I I think they can keep this show running forever because they have so many characters with backstories that they can you know they can probe. Um, also, the game but, has been out there for like what twenty plus years, right? It's a really I don't old know if game. It's up to twenty, but yeah, at least fifteen. Yeah. All right. So they have um, a lot of backstories it, to build. Oh, their lore is massive, and I know none of it. Um, but uh, the here here's the other part. So, story is so incredibly well written. I I'm so impressed. Uh, like that was the thing. I finished. I did the first two episodes, and I stopped, and I went. I can't believe this show is this good. Okay. Like I expected to enjoy it because I play the game and I like the characters, and like you already kind of have me, right? Mm-hmm. But just as a show, 
very it was a sort of similar feeling I had with uh, Dune, where I was like, "Wow, this is actually right. really good." Okay. Um, that's what I was having with it. Uh, but here's the other thing that I think is really cool: that with few exceptions, I feel like they shoot it, and the action is as though it could have been uh, in real life. Okay, like it's it it. The way that it looks and it moves, it feels like a live action show. So it's so well animated that it feels that it's actually a camera moving around, recording people doing stunts and things. I feel like it, yes. Right. And like the way they move and yeah, the framing of them and, and even just like the, you know, of course there, there's, cause there's magic and there's, there's, there is ridiculous stuff that mm-hmm. happens, but even the way they use it, it like, uh, is where, but then they have tiny moments, and this is what I think is key, where they shift gear a little heavier into we're gonna have like an anime moment, you know, where background fades away, or you know, something, some of the stuff that you see in other shows, but like the choices they make, it's so it's super minimalism. Like you can tell, it's like so intentional. We're going to choose this moment here, and then when they do it, those moments hit like a motherfucker. You're, you're just like. Whoa, like it has what I think they're intending when they do that in anime all the time, like these big, powerful moments. But I think they execute it so well could in the show say, that they hit. Could you say it hits you like an alcoholic stepfather? Yes. <laughs> Except less frequently. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that made me cough. <laughs> but you can say harder, Sorry. daddy. See, Bobby, master. Um, but um, I, I, yeah, I highly recommend it. I do. <laughs> I highly recommend the show. Uh, I, I've got, yeah, I've got nothing. I've got nothing but good things to say. Uh, I have something to tell you I had a final point but I fucking forgot it you you got me (laughs) sidetracked we both got got tempted Uh, I I have something to tell you I am a proud owner of an NFT what? (laughs) why? Uh, my brother got me to it and I kind of understand the concept around them and it's not as silly as the comedians that will listen to try to make it sound and the one that I own Mm -hmm. it is connected to a game okay so as you play the game your purchased NFTs farm a coin that you can then switch to another cryptocurrency so i don't know what's the mechanics around it and how they are 100 percent using my computer to do something while i have the game open hunting these like it's like a, a bomberman kind of thing and the guy's moving around, putting bombs and like exploding boxes and getting these coins out of it. And I'm 100% sure they're using my computer while I have the game running. But I'm making money. So I don't give a fuck. 
you're basically Bitcoin mining for them. I, I, I believe in a way it has to be something related to that. It cannot just be like based on like me looking at a screen. You don't get anything out of it like as yeah. a company. So I'm sure they're using it and I'm sure I signed my soul to someone, but I don't care. Um, I made already like about $60 uh, of like I'm not in profit yet, but that's what like it's sixty dollars out of the hundred and something that I put into that I have back, and it has been less than two weeks. So okay. yeah, I also got super fucking lucky. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you have to like randomly get heroes for this game, and you have a certain chances of you getting a rare or super rare I like NFT. And on mm -hmm. my first purchase, I got two out of the three heroes that I got. They were super rare. Wow! Which my brother um, sent a long list of insults related to my luck um and and how in, and how in four or five days i'll make what he has uh, done in like 15 days or something like that so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's weird so shamim the crypto bro the crypto bro bro you should buy bitcoin bro it's a future bro uh I think who, who I needs who needs playstation 5s exactly i think i have like 20 dollars in bitcoin which isn't uh, of course in nothing 20 dollars when <laughs> oh uh this year yeah so okay because yeah. no, i, I, I have... put a hundred dollars but now i have 91 <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's funny um it, and it was because there was uh, like an investment company that I use. Mm -hmm. uh, it was like a deal they had. They're like, if you sign, you know, you open an account, we'll give you twenty dollars in Bitcoin. I'm like, right. you should, you should check. Maybe you have like five hundred dollars now. Oh no, because because it was this year. I think now that twenty dollars is eighteen dollars. <laughs> you know, like, probably. I should have just cashed it out and taken <laughs> the fucking twenty. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's that's how that works. Um, I was going to mention, mm -hmm. uh, uh, because I always think it, it's just one of those nice things to help get rid of the stigma and just put it out there. Uh, you gay? I started. I started doing uh, personal therapy again, which I haven't done in a while. Oh, feels good. And also because now all the therapists are pretty decent at doing telehealth, I can just do it at home, which is awesome. Um, Same. Yeah. And uh, having uh, health insurance that actually covers it. Oh, that's nice. Thanks, wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how, like you have a, a job as a therapist but she has a uh, better health insurance than you oh and yeah, yeah my long shot. <laughs> she works retail and then like has a better uh the u.s uh america yep. yeah aren't, aren't we great but uh one of the things i was going to advocate for in it is that not even and i didn't start for like a particular reason it was just like uh eh, we should dive back into some of these things um 
But one of the things I think is just such a value that comes in there, which I think is a little, of I think anyone that hears it would go, yeah, of course, but it actually, it does mean something, is that there is so much you learn about yourself and understanding your own, like, thought patterns or or anything in general just by saying some of the things that you're always saying in your head out loud mm-hmm. like you say it out loud to a person and sometimes you go that's fucking stupid <laughs> or, or like oh why do i why do i do that or just figuring shit out you mm-hmm. know like of 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 something um in there i don't mind disclosing a small one because it's a small one and it doesn't matter so it's well documented on here that i use a bullet journal to organize the multiple jobs that i (laughs) i have and Uh do um i we were talking about that and and the functionality and i was saying one of the troubles i have with it is that on my weekend which is sunday monday one of the main reasons I use bullet journaling besides just like combining, you know, the calendar and the task, blah, 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 is that I need to get all the shit that's in my head out of my head. Mm-hmm. So number one, I actually do whatever it is that's in my head and remember to do it, but also just to empty, right? Empty shit out and have it somewhere where I can get it when I need it. But on Sunday and Monday, I won't open it. It, it's literally sitting on my desk right here mm-hmm. and like I'll eat so, things will come in my head and I'll go like I'll do it tomorrow or like I'll, I'll write it in there tomorrow mm-hmm. and when I said it out loud to her I went oh that's because I don't want to see the other things that are in there that I need to do and start worrying about them and of course you know you should like you, you think and I was like oh yeah I should just get a tiny little like desk notebook that has rippable pages, you know, that I, I just scribble shit in and then I'll copy it over and I'm like, okay, try it. And nice. Boom, like got, got a tiny little, you know, a piece of shit, little yep. notebook that I dump all my shit into. And then when it's Tuesday morning and I'm back at work, I copy it all in and I'm fine. And it's just like this small, like I've been doing this for years and I did not figure that out until mm-hmm. I said it out loud and I solved my own problem. Yeah. And you could say you could have saved the the money from going to therapy by just like saying it out loud, but you wouldn't even think about it if you weren't analyzing something else. And if you weren't like, exactly. dumping, that's, like so- that's the big point. Yes. It's not that I was wasting the money on, but like, I wouldn't have been put in the circumstance to discover it without it, which is, tr- again, true because I've been doing this for years, right? Like, I've been doing this yeah. system for years, and I only discovered it. Once you vocalize through- it to someone that yeah. you were you were talking about, and you were talking about trying to figure it out, it's probably something else, and then this happens, right? And, and just what I love about, like, this whole thing is like when people are like, oh yeah, like like you could just have done it yourself, you would have saved this amount of money. And like, that's not the way it works. Because they're like bigger yeah. things that you have to deal with. Like with, with regarding of like the not opening certain things to not see the like what you have to do. I have several Google Keep 
notes list mm-hmm. because of that. Because if I put them right. all in one, I'll be like, oh, I didn't do my whatever, like the paperwork for this insurance thing. And I was just going to write, uh, get popcorn from the supermarket. Right. So I have the list that is to the supermarket and the list that is of like books that I would like to read and like things like that. And I know that you have the notion that we talked like extensively here and everything. Yeah. It's just like, that's the kind of thing like you, you, you need to have like separated things to be able to enjoy when you're like off work. Like, I don't want to see all the list of things that I have to do. I want to just yeah, write exactly. that I need more gin. And then you write down that you need more gin, right? Um, yeah, exactly. A personal need. Yeah, absolutely. But but I think one of the big things that you're hitting on there is you have to find the systems that work for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. And and that's, that's I think, half the, half the battle. I have a, a question about a word specifically. In English, that I would like to find a word. Word, yes. Okay. We have an expression in Spanish in Argentina, not in Spanish in Argentina, that when someone is completely like lost track of whatever he's doing or something, it's like just being all over the place. We say it. He is, or he or she is, in a birthday party. Right, and un cumpleaños. Okay. And it is a, a really specific expression of this person is not paying attention to what's happening. It's like, oh, like yeah. for example, you could say things like, oh, estaba en un cumpleaños, and I forgot my keys at home. Right. It doesn't mean you were actually in a, in a birthday party. It means your head was scattered. I guess you were scattered head. Yeah. That could be one thing. One example of these will be, I actually wrote down as my notes here, my left driver the other day was in a cumpleaños because it was at 9 p.m. and he told me good morning when I walk into the left. (laughs) 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 And first that, like, I would like you to think if, like, there is something like that. But also, I wanted to tell you this experience with with the left driver. The guy introduced himself told me i'm your driver for tonight and whatever and all of these like formalities while i have my full-on head band headphones gigantic things on top of my head and i was like bro i don't care if your name is x and y and i know you're gonna be my driver for tonight because i fucking order a lift and i know <laughs> i'm gonna go to whatever place like and i also know because it tells me who the i fuck know is your picking name <laughs> i fucking know your name and as he was saying this he was driving already but looking at me dead in the eyes and he was starting to swerve to the right while he was right it's like I'm like dude just drive i i Jesus. am a really social person and most of the times i will start conversations with my drivers but that day specifically, I wasn't in a mood to talk to no one. And you come at me yeah. with like, good morning, sir. I'm, uh, my name is Dees and I'll be your driver for tonight. First of all, you say good morning. And then you said tonight. Pick one. It's either your morning yeah. or your night. Well, come on. But it, yeah. it was so weird. I feel like he was trying to get a good tip. 
yeah. by acting all high and mighty. But it did the opposite. I like this guy. It's like not a good, and he was not a good driver. That's another thing. He was stopping and starting way too harsh, and I don't usually get car sick, but I got car sick on his car. I was like five stars, no tip. I always get five stars. That's that's the minimum I get. Yeah. I'm not. Well, it made me wonder if yeah, if he like if his rating started like dropping and he's like, well, I'm going to start being really nice and creepy oh, as God, fuck. Yeah. That, that's weird. I don't like that at all. Uh, why do you need that. to look at me to say it? Just say it. I don't care. Just say it. You want to do the whole sp- spiel? I don't care. Both hands on the wheel looking forward. <laughs> tell me whatever the fuck you want. Oh, it's so weird. Um, <laughs> Before we finish, I just wanted to ask you, because uh, we, we were texting about um, Tom Segura being aware of I, uh, Tano Pazman, right? Yeah, yeah. Of the man. For the those myth, of you that legend. speak Spanish, it's El Tano Pazman, not Tano Pazman. Uh, but yeah, El Tano Pazman, the guy that curses a lot because River yes. went to the second division. Yes. Uh-huh. Did you watch that clip of the podcast that I sent you where he watches it with Jesus Trejo? I did not. Dude. I am not going to lie. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, gave you, I gave you a timestamp. So you didn't have to watch the whole episode. I know, I know, I know. I just, I, I just, uh, I saw it. I saw you gave me the timestamp the, the time and everything. And I forgot to do it in that moment, and then it completely went over my head, and I legit don't give a shit about you, so that's why I didn't do it. Now, I love you, man, but I, I didn't do it. I will do it. I promise I will do it today. It It's just fun to watch. Uh, Is that the first people... time that he watches it? So Tom has seen it before. Okay, okay, okay. But not much before. Like it was it was still relatively new to him. Okay, so like so maybe that's why he was time. showing it okay. on his podcast cuz he wanted to share it with other um and but here's the thing the other comedian that's on that episode, uh Jesus, he I episode? believe yeah. <laughs> what is episode? Episode. <laughs> episode? It's French. It's um, French for episode. <laughs> yeah, the the episode, uh, Jesus is uh, a Mexican, I believe, from L.A. Okay. Uh, and he had never seen it, never heard of him. So you get to at least have another Spanish-speaking comedian, like, who's mm. who's never seen it, get it on the first try, which is really fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's always fun, too. And I, I'm, I'm going to admit, I have a special love for that video because it brings yeah. really good memories uh i i'm gonna get uh just while you say i'm i'm getting which episode it's in so i can tell the people oh you have it on our conversation if you want no, yeah not, that's where i'm going <laughs> not that far ago uh <laughs> yeah that's where i'm looking <laughs> and you can tell them the timestamp too so they don't watch it just like me exactly uh, but yeah, like I, I love that video and it is funny and I feel like it's one of the most, like it actually was considered to be one of the first Argentinian viral videos. Uh, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, it's to be viral, it has video. to be worldwide. No? 
Yeah. And, and, and this one definitely is worldwide. Like, it's just so funny. All right, God, so. I, I love it. Info. It, and anytime I watch it, my face hurts. What's the info? The the episode and the Oh, the info. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, it is, the podcast is Tom Segura en Español, uh, episode six with Jesus Trejo. And the timestamp? The just... timestamp start at 23 minutes. That's where he uh, okay. begins to play the video. And they pause it a few times because obviously they're laughing hysterically they're laughing and need to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I just like, I really like the, the way I realized about him knowing about this like video and then like how the first thing that came to my head is like, I need to tell Nick about this. I am just, well, I was listening to a podcast and where they mentioned that one of the members of the podcast had an interview with Tom Segura and that the Tom Segura commented that he liked the Tano Passman. He was the first thing that he knew about Argentina. And then I was like, shit, I need to tell Nick about this. <laughs> yeah, because it made me, it made me realize of like, Tom has to know about this video. It's so in his like wheelhouse of like the things he would love yeah uh the, and and love to share so i was really surprised that it was it was something relatively new to him and also it was i show uh one of my friends uh who is a colombian guy mm -hmm. uh he had never seen it yeah, yeah and so yeah. i showed i got to show him which oh i love showing it to someone too it's yeah. it's my favorite it's fun because it's so aggressive to to what TV, <laughs> you know. It's like I, the the amount <laughs> it made me think, like because uh, I just was rewatching it again recently because I was watching Tom yeah. watch it and and I was having fun, and it just made me go like, "There's few times in my life where I've ever been that angry," mm -hmm. but he gets that angry often because he's watching his his uh team apparently apparently the reason why they recorded him was because it wasn't that often oh really that, that he is a really chill guy that got like that because that was the the the, the first out of like two games that was deciding who got relegated or not but then he was really yeah. nervous the last the last game, right? So they were like, let's record him because this is this is weird for him. So that's why if you look at the original like name of the video, it says uh, something on the lines of uh, strange reactions of a really pacific, like a really chill guy. That's the name of the video because the kids were like, he is not like these. Hmm. So it, it's interesting that way too. Like you like, it was a historic moment. It was one of the, the times of the year in Argentina where the most heart attacks happened because of those games. I'm not even joking. Like it was recorded as like a record day for heart attacks because uh, of people caring so much about it. That's so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, so what gives you a heart attack? <laughs> right? Bacon. Oh, uh, write yeah. us on the social medias. If you wanna 
tell us what kind of video you enjoy as much as we do with the Tano Pasman or what kind of things give you a heart attack or what kind of movie do you watch that you thought like, oh shit, this is a good movie. It's right at us. And what's your heckler stories? I want to know more of those. How do you deal with the hecklers? Okay, yeah, yeah. If you had someone like doing something weird in a in a setting that you will like them to stop, how do you stop them? And you can write to us at out of focus the show at gmail. Not the show. <laughs> out of focus out show. show. Out of focus show at gmail.com. That's how long it has been. I don't remember, man. Uh, out of focus show at gmail.com. Out of focus show the Instagram account. We have it on Twitter. We have it. Twitter. Uh, Twitter. We have it in like what? Well, that's it, right? We have it. we have a Patreon that uh, if you suggest what to do for what, we will do it. Basically, we don't use it. Um, yeah. And we're uh, fours. Yeah, we love you. Nouns! Estamos en la B! Estamos en la B! <laughs>